0: Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. Tonight we're gonna be talking about well, something we saw this past weekend during our paranormal investigation of the Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois, during our paracon. So Haunted Road Media Paracon was this June 1st, and we have the paranormal investigation afterward at night. Oh, by the way, I'm Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost story, and with me as always is Shana, my partner in crime. So She's sharing it all out. Everybody's down there in the chat saying, hello again. Yes, just coming off of Edge of the Rabbit Hole. So inside the Upside Down, for those of you that are new, this is like the Edge of the Rabbit Hole after show, which you guys asked for. You really did. Like a year and a half ago, you guys asked for a second hour. Um, You will have to excuse Shauna. So uh, she is, I'm trying to be nice and gentle about it. And she is nursing a sore throat. Uh, she's a real trooper to be here with us tonight. But this is uh, something that we wanted to talk about and discuss.
1: It's not even a sore throat. Like no. I feel fine. Right. It's I'm a little salty about it.
0: It's it's a hoarse voice.
1: Yeah, basically the illness is leaving my body, and it's taking my voice with it.
0: Right. So it's lousy.
1: It sucks.
0: It sucks. So, but we're dealing with it, and. Well, she's dealing with it, I guess. Um, got tea. And, I have tea. You know. All right. So uh, great to see everybody down there in the chat. Um, of course, it's growing away. So I don't know why Facebook does that. It makes it more, much more difficult to keep up with the chat. So I have uh, my coffee from earlier and tea now. So kind of doing I both here. I have
1: from Republic of Tea.
0: Uh-oh. Here it comes.
1: Get soothed.
0: Get sued.
1: It's specifically for throat. Okay. It tastes. Wow. Well,
0: so, so hopefully your voice will get better as well. It's along. got
1: like some kind of licorice root and marshmallow and stuff in it, so it's doesn't really taste as good as some of the others, but it does work. And I put elderberry in it. Oh,
0: they have that elderberry stuff that you have. Nice. I'm
1: thinking about just drinking it out of the jar, right, and seeing if that helps.
0: Okay. I hope it does. Vanessa Hogle is down there in the chat. She has a reading to do here in about eight minutes. I need whiskey. So, yeah. Yeah, do the whiskey. Do a hot toddy. Um, So, Vanessa joined into the chat for a little bit before she has her reading because she wanted to find out what in the world we experienced because I wouldn't tell her on last show. It was awesome. And I didn't have a chance to tell her before the show or anything like that because we were talking about other stuff. Um, But upstairs, top floor, our last place we were investigating for the evening there so there was just a handful of us left we we're up we were up there with uh tom mcnicholas nick mullay dustin samario steve wrist and we saw a little girl shauna's all warmed and fuzzy <laughs> but down the one hallway so we were in pearls room that's where we started and I don't know. Something kind of led us out into the hallway a little bit the, you know, the, the, guys are still kind of in the room. Sean was kind of in the doorway. I went out into <laughs> the hallway in a real good position in that hallway, is to kind of be set up right on the corner there where you can kind of keep an eye down both hallways, which was kind of the idea. And looking down the one hallway that actually, if you keep going back and through another doorway, at least the, uh, the old owner suite and I'm seeing some shadow movement and I'm seeing a form. And I say to Shauna, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And you did.
1: Yeah, I. at first, you know, I, I was seeing some shadow play down that hallway anyway. Um, But it hadn't really, you know, taken a certain form yet. So I just kind of blew it off until it did something to actually significantly get my attention other than that. Um, just because there's windows in the other rooms and you never know if something going by on Broadway or you, you never know. And I always blow it off first anyway. <clears throat> and then I went after he said that and I was like looking in the spot where I had seen the original The Shadow playing and I was like, "Uh, wow like okay okay and she was just and I was so hoping that everybody behind us was seeing it too and everybody was just like oh my god it was it was pretty cool I and she was so close she got she would come forward a little bit and then she'd stop and I'd be telling her please you know just please just come closer just a little closer I don't want to go over there so you have to come here and um you know, I wanted to meet her so bad, and and she would. She would come a little closer, and then she would stop, and then she'd come a little closer, and then she'd stop, and, and uh, of course, we did not have any cameras running.
0: No, we weren't prepared with any cameras, unfortunately, um, because, I mean, really, since we're kind of heading up the investigation, we're the guides, you know, we're kind of a little bit less armed. I get, I... And maybe that's our preference for something like that. I know the Tilleries come out with like guns ablazing with all the um, with all the stuff, um, but we usually keep it pretty low key anyway. And we were running a um, like an ITC device free group that night, um, so yeah, we didn't have all the, the gadgets and gizmos and um, and I was going to supply a photo of the hallway, basically in the title screen of this. If you guys, um saw the uh, the screen of the event that we posted that's that's the hallway and I, I should try to find a, a photo to throw up here real quick. Um, right now I'm trying to share it out <laughs> but yeah there's um what, what's interesting is there are a, a few different reports of girls up there now so there's I think it's Bree that named the girl candy that's that's in the room. Uh, that's right off that hallway. And Adam Tillery uh, drew an illustration of her for the Encounters with the Paranormal uh, 3 book, which is on the Mineral Springs Hotel. Uh, It's possible it could have been her, or to me it kind of looked like a girl about eight, nine years old. Um, Could have been, this was my general impression, was that it was the girl... Possibly the girl that Adam drew, but not necessarily the girl that hangs out in that room, if that makes sense. So, um, I guess just recently there was the possibility of a 14-year-old girl up there, around 14-year-old. And, of course, there's Molly, who's, who's older. And the pro, who's a lot older. Yeah. So.
1: And I don't know if Kelly is still down there or not, but uh, they saw somebody. Really? McCarville, uh, yeah. Okay. She said, whenever I was telling her about it, she was like, Was it a little girl with blondish hair with a light blue dress with pink flowers? <laughs> so that's pretty specific. That's
0: really specific, yeah.
1: And I didn't see colors on this one, so. But she did have a light in the center.
0: Um. So, Brie is saying the girl she comes with is seven-ish blonde hair ringlets. Okay, she says she's be 12-ish. The girl she comes with is seven-ish. Bron- so, Brie is, I guess, saying that there's two girls up there. Um, Tom is saying we were getting hits before she even appeared in Molly's room. Yeah, they were getting some interesting hits on the couple of devices that they actually did have, uh, which was pretty interesting. And then they were getting some different hits while we were in Molly's room.
1: And once once she showed up man like the energy that was coming from that end of the room mm-hmm. it would just it was making it, would, it would, I had goosebumps and I had um, it, it was pretty it was pretty cool
0: well, and Tammy Heitzman is why, wondering why she doesn't have a sharer badge since she shared it I don't I didn't even know you can get a sharer badge <laughs> so I, think I have maybe, no idea
1: I think probably Facebook gives that to you somehow because I've seen myself. Get those for other pages. You got those, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, um,
0: you did that for. Go ahead.
1: I'm a VIP with Republic of Tea now. That's right. Currently, they love me, yeah. and, and I and Kelly McCarville um, is still down there. Okay. Oh, good. Hi, Kelly.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was really interesting because we were asking her to come closer, and she was for a while. And at some point, she just stopped, and she wouldn't get any closer. Um, but all the guys there, except I guess Steve. Um, could also see her which was really cool
1: but he was feeling like someone kept walking by him right like the air stirring mm-hmm. when nobody was moving right and we were the only ones on that floor you know there's yeah so that that's that's still an experience yeah you know really. steve and he was wanting one you know <laughs> unfortunately it wasn't the one you know the, the big one but you know if you feel anything that's something
0: oh definitely Definitely, Kelly's saying that uh, she just caught a glimpse of her, but yeah, very defined. Thought I was a real person until so I walked down there and there was no one there and nowhere to go. <clears throat> okay, Candy Orton says I had experiences on one of those floors, the one I think Molly is on. I felt nothing till I got to one room and was drawn to the back corner of the empty room. Next thing I know, Lee is behind me saying he got something in the same place the night before. Okay, I'm trying to think of which room that may have been. I think it was. I think it was actually the room across from Molly's. He was get he was picking up on something there. So, um, so yeah, it was um, it was really interesting. I know that Dustin was saying that that was his first apparition. Um, I don't usually see a lot of apparitions. I usually see shadows, and there was some shadow play in there for a while until it kind of it was kind of like shadowy, and then it kind of like developed into a girl. You know, I kind of even saw kind of like this kind of thing going on in the hallway, which was kind of weird. Because um, it was like low on, on the one side and it was like coming up high on the other. It was almost like a wave going against the wall. And, um, so it was like shadowy, that thing going on. And then there's a girl. Wow, okay. So, uh, so that one was kind of plays into the idea that sometimes some of these shadows that we see may not necessarily be a quote-unquote shadow person um interdimensional being that that we you know like the hat man and stuff like that um but may actually be a ghost trying to manifest you know a spirit trying to manifest in that shadow is like kind of the beginning of their form so um see what you guys are saying down there so um
1: Ken pike in the house
0: Ken Pike is in the house. All right, Ken. All right. Um, Yeah, Candy Orton saying right side of the hallway, and it was right after Chanel and I had seen a shadow figure cross the hallway we came in on. So right side of the hallway. Yeah, so that would be across from Molly's. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I thought um, with Lee. Um, So, yeah, very interesting evening just with that alone. You know, and that's kind of how our evening closed out is with, was with her. And it it's interesting because it keeps, you know, the research and everything that we've been doing to try to investigate and, you know, discover the secrets of the hotel. You know, it adds like another layer into that, um, you know, another young girl that's up there is it the same that's in that room and she was out in the hallway for some reason we don't know because I've never seen the girl in the room before
1: Donna Nunley actually had said that she's been seeing a younger girl
0: she said she was like 14 or something like that
1: whenever we were talking the other night before the show on the roof she said this was like a younger
0: an even younger one okay yeah because she was also saying something about like a 14 year old girl up there um I guess what's interesting to me is it's mostly girls that are up there. And there's only one time I've ever experienced a guy. And that was with you when we went live for Inside the Upside Down up there that one night. So if you guys missed that, it was really interesting. It was the first time that we had ever gone live out of Mineral Springs Hotel, we went live out of Pearl's room. And then we decided to you know, do our Inside the Upside Down down the hall out of Molly's room. We had a lot of weird... It was just... Having some craziness trying to set up, which didn't make a lot of sense to us um, because of because of the setup. We shouldn't have been having technical issues, but we were. Um, Dave and Donna hung around for a little while. There was that one larger room off the hall. You guys were kind of getting some stuff out of um, as we were trying to set up everything. <clears throat> they eventually left. Now, after they had left and we were having some of those crazy technical issues, you know, I heard, we both heard a guy's voice. And we thought Dave had come back, but he hadn't. Went down there to go check it out. Dave's not around. Uh, they said that they had, once they left, they were gone that night. But we distinctly heard this guy's voice. We came back into the room, and we heard something out in the doorway, you know, right outside the doorway, and then you got grabbed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I... um I can tell now if Molly touches me, touches my arm or whatever. And she grabbed me first. And who knows, she may have been grabbing me to let me know that someone that I didn't like was getting ready to come near me. Because it was after her that somebody else uh, touched me. And it was a man. And he touched, uh, he got a little familiar uh, without permission and his touch was not warm or cold it was warm which yeah. is weird to me because, because usually it's cold right yeah yeah. it was weird and I was mad <clears throat> it, it definitely made me mad um, you know so then I had to read him his rights about staying away from Molly right all that um, so maybe she's around me all the time because because you're safe yeah, because she didn't have to worry about that idiot there. So um now he didn't hurt me or anything. Also, um Saturday when we were up there, uh something it felt like something tapped me on the chin. Right. Pow. I'm like, what the hell? You know, is that? And I'd never had that happen there before, but okay. it was just a real quick pop. Kind of surprised me a little bit yeah i had
0: somebody um i can't remember which night it was one of those two nights that gave me like a flick on the ear okay. it was this side but you know it was kind of like that <laughs> it was kind of weird it wasn't annie blowing in my ear this time but um kenny orton says that uh, the shadow figure that she saw was a guy for sure uh, but she did not feel scared okay so that's interesting so there's a guy experience kelly
1: do you usually give them permission? Well, Molly, I tell her she can touch me anytime she wants. Um, but if I walk up in somewhere and then someone doesn't grope me and it doesn't feel comfortable, like someone like being curious or whatever, and then I have to tell them, you know, don't ever you know touch you know without permission. It's never it's not a good idea to touch anybody without permission, you know, it's very intrusive and it's very rude. so. I, I i sometimes i give them permission if i know who they are but i didn't i don't well, i don't yeah, know like this with one, molly so. you give permission oh yeah yeah she yeah. can grab my arm my hand she can whatever she wants to do so yeah
0: all right uh donald gorton says i saw the dapper gentleman near the fountain maybe 1910 t- teens <laughs> and then the two down in the slaughterhouse but a little girl and two women all from different time periods with the dapper guy so some some other uh people over there by that fountain interesting
1: April is watching.
0: Oh, very cool. Hello, April. So, yeah, I got that dapper, not rapper. <laughs> um, so, um, Tammy Heitzman asked Mike and Shauna, I know mineral Springs is usually active anyway, but do you think the lightning activity and extra water flooding helped and add energy Saturday? Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, and that was something that uh, we kind of talked about, and remarked about before we started the investigation. Um, I know Dave in his little talk um, on the history had mentioned that you know, with all the water, you know, coming up closer to the hotel, you're getting all that you know energy off of the water. You know, it's flowing stronger as well. Of course, you already have the limestone bluffs there. You have down in the slaughterhouse the you know the pit that goes straight into the ground, so you're connected that way too. Um, lightning yeah I, i've seen you know investigations in which um just to give an example 101 ranch Ponca city uh getting nothing during an investigation we decided to take a break go up to the convenience store grab a couple things it storms while we were while we were away you know lightning rain all the works so wait a few minutes till so it blows by go back down there to investigate some more and it was just off the charts so yeah, lightning kicking up that night, charging the air. I mean, that maybe that is why we saw the little girl that night. That um, you know, we've we've gotten a lot of activity up there uh, before. We've never actually seen her, but maybe because of the extra energy with the lightning, maybe it charged it enough that we were able to actually see her.
1: It was a pretty intense lightning storm. There was a lot of it.
0: Oh, yeah. There were some great <laughs> bolts. Um, I know on the It's Raining Zen page, it showed up in my feed, um, that they they got a great lightning bolt over the mill, which was pretty cool because you got the water there, too, flooding up. So, yeah, um, it was, the sky was nice and purple that night. So, it was definitely pretty wild.
1: Chanel, and she, whenever we were cleaning up the venue... And she came and scared the hell out of me. I was in the zone vacuuming the huge ballroom. And um, she had come in, I wasn't paying attention, and she scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, she scared me more than anything paranormal could have this weekend. Yeah. And I saw I mentioned it down in chat.
0: <laughs> well, they're laughing at your permission to grope. <laughs> <laughs> only certain ones though you know it's not not everybody gets a chance to grow
1: yeah no.
0: <laughs> so nick Mullay saying one of the best storms i've seen in a long time yeah it was, it was pretty nice i mean we were what what were we doing we were kind of like finishing up our yeah we were in the ballroom at that time we were finishing up our ballroom investigation and we we're just kind of looking out over the water and um catching some of that lightning and just before that, that's when Nick caught that partial funnel cloud. So, which was on the Missouri side, I guess. Um, Greg Rankin, yeah, there was a lot of lightning. You know. um, yeah, so, it's interesting how we keep discovering more and more things about Mineral Springs. You know, I just, I want to know how they're all connected. You know, I even though there's okay there's there's a guy at least one guy up there maybe more I mean the the shadow that Candy is talking about might be a different guy maybe it's the same guy we don't know I know that Dave and Donna have talked about a guy walking right across the hallway from that one larger room up there but it's primarily women and I wonder why that is up there yeah so I mean it's now that we actually have a visual of this little girl Maybe we're able to do a little bit more research with that. I mean mineral springs it's it's there's a lot that we can research. Dave talked about this on Saturday that you know it was in the news you know, just about every day with everything that was going on there. but over the course of time, you had over a million people in and out of that building. so how do you narrow it down it's It's a challenge so all right So, um, yeah tim Schoen saying you love the purple Her photo of the purple lightning over the sky would have made some nice wallpaper absolutely um sedona is saying the view from the owner's rooms during the storm was epic that would have been a great place to watch the storm from. i know you don't like the owner suite we do have to investigate some more there my love we do
1: i've been there twice i know i've been there once with dave and neither one of us could run out of there fast enough Felt like people were reaching through the walls. I mean, I would have... I, I love Dave, but I would have shoved him in back of me. <laughs> I mean, I was like, no, 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 let me go first, let me go first. Um, and then I went with you, and it wasn't quite so scary until...
0: Until you dashed into the pantry.
1: I was like, no, 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 nope, I got to find somewhere, yep. you know, and then...
0: Yeah, it was you know, funny, because I'm sitting there, you know talking about, oh, hey, check out this pantry, it's huge, it's great, it's this, that, and the other thing, and they're showing <laughs> up right into the thing. It was hilarious. So from, from my perspective, while she's like shaking in her boots.
1: <laughs> and I couldn't even say who or what. Right. It was, so it just, it felt like it felt like more than one somebody. There was, you know, a collective. And I, I didn't know who they were. Um, and and i even had black tourmalade on me
0: right you pretty much always carry black tourmalade these days
1: i got i bought myself a bigger one though so like if i don't situate it just right it looks like one side's bigger than the other (laughs) i mean it's big it's a big big one so worth it
0: worth it so i think that's something that's also kind of interesting now is so this was the first time uh you know with with the paracons um, that we've, or anything else that we've done, that we that we've taken other people into the owner suite, Because we did that. Um, well, we did that on Friday night. You weren't there with us that night, and I know we didn't with our group, but the other groups were going up into the owner suite that night. Um, so it's kind of like almost new territory. I know teams have investigated up there before. Um, you know, we we went up there when we were together. We we're taking photos. We didn't really investigate so much while we were there that one time. Um, but it's kind of like new territory to investigate. You know, we even on Friday, and I really wish you would have been with us. Um, got to investigate in the Curiosity Museum. Nobody's done that. we were we we're the first to investigate in the Curiosity Museum. So it was a more uh, relaxed, laissez-faire kind of investigation. Um, you know, because it was our it was our author night, and you know we're kind of chilling out. So you know we did try to do a little EVP work or whatever in there. Um, but if Janet's going to start letting people investigate in the Curiosity Museum, which is the original grand ballroom, that could be pretty interesting too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, Vanessa was talking about it on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Is that Mineral Springs is huge. And there's so many, like, little rooms and passageways and all kinds of uh, places within that building to go investigate. Um, It just goes on and on and on. So there's a lot that we haven't tapped into because we keep hitting the same areas over and over again, which has a lot going on, you know, the pool and Molly's room and Pearl's room and, you know, all those locations, the slaughterhouse. Um, But there's a lot to still check out. Uh, you know, people people see things. Film, large film crews, you know, that are you know scouting the place for you know to do a movie or a show or whatever the heck they're going to do. You know, catching apparitions on camera, and you know stuff like that in that loading dock area. I know you get creeped out, and other women get creeped out by that men's pool. You know,
1: nope. Yeah. So I've I've been I've had a foot on the ramp. I've had the start of going down the ramp into the men's pool, and then there's just this wall that says, "Nope, Shauna doesn't want to go in there." I've never seen anything down in there. I can't really say that. Um, I can't really say that I'm so scared that I would, you know, run. I'm just saying it's there's something uncomfortable down there, and I'm not going to go there, and it's not spiders.
0: Tim Schoen is asking, was the owner who lived there a negative person? Yeah, from everything that I've heard, the the guy that lived there was a negative person. So, and he's, he's still not liked in the area from my understanding. But I, I... I guess from what I understand, people are... Well, he has a lot of the... Um, the original old stuff from the hotel. So... At least keep a nice relationship with him. <laughs> It'd be yeah. nice to have some of that stuff back in the hotel. Um Yeah, Nick Millet. Never believed that night would be a combination of my favorite two favorite interests, paranormal investigating and lightning photography. Yep. Um let's see what else you guys got. Yeah, Tom and Nicholas at the last pair of con, Sean, I met Molly. Yep. Um yeah, see, that's a that's an interesting thing right there. It was at a, at the Paracon investigation where... I would say Shauna met Molly before that, but she found out her name was Molly at last Paracon.
1: Yeah, I think it was her that said my name in that room. It was probably her. I, I didn't know. Um, yes, the restrooms are... Well, both of the bathrooms... The one off of the grand ballroom is where the portal potty is. Yeah, and a portal potty. You know, we know that there's a little boy back there. Well, he, you know, played with us with Ghosty, and yeah, that stuff in that.
0: in the uh, in that little hallway there. Yeah,
1: and then like the regular uh, bathrooms, the public restrooms. Um, as soon as you walk back there by the fountain, and you see the sign that says restrooms, as soon as you. Push through that doorway. It's like oof, you know. And there's some people that just won't use those bathrooms. Right. So, I mean, I personally, I feel the energy. I'm like, whoa, you know. But then, you know, you gotta go. You gotta go. So, I deal with it. It's okay. not anything too bad, though. I see Nelson is in the house.
0: Yeah, right on the other side of that wall from the from the bathrooms is William's room, um, yeah. which. I mean, it's called Williams Room, but it's it's that area right off of the main pool area that the entity known as William hangs out at. That is more of a nefarious, unhappy guy. So, um, who we used to call Mister Fast and Grabby down there, because uh, he does like to uh, reach out and grab you sometimes. Yeah. Um, Donald Gorton says Candy and I were both directed To go through the wall of the, Or touch the wall Of the hot, of the slaughterhouse We didn't know at the time Not until we got back To the hotel And discussed the day We both laid hands On the wall Opposite sides of the room And both saw The same young guy 1922 Said his name was Andy Or Charlie He just kept repeating There's so much blood Over and over And I saw it flowing Everywhere in there And he said He likes being there When people are, are In their energy But otherwise Wanders the town he says too afraid to cross over. Then Lee interrupted. Okay, <laughs> Lee, why you interrupt? <laughs> um, Kenny Orton saying I wanted to get into that museum. Um, there was uh, male energy I wanted to check out in there. Um, yeah, maybe we'll uh do that next time <clears throat> with um with that Friday night really being the first time that's ever been investigated, touched, and we had no idea. Um, that that was even going to be like available, open to us that night. I just didn't even want to go there and chance that. I mean, it's it's a smaller space, really. Um, you know, the the current grand ballroom is a lot bigger, which is <clears throat> the area that we currently are investigating uh, with the Paracon investigation because there's stuff. There is stuff that happens in that massive ballroom. I know a lot of people just kind of sit there and kind of chill out. You know, sometimes during that part of the investigation um but there's stuff that happens in that big ballroom. I did see that people had set up chairs when we are trying the water-based EVP's down that hallway, which is great. And then yeah, back in that bathroom area, there's a lot that goes on too. And even if you go up to that landing area above the um the grand ballroom, there's an area that we've experienced some uh vortex activity. There's a lot of vortexes around this building. Hmm. Really are um so and, and other people have said that they've caught things up there in that landing area as well. So um it's a lot more space than the curiosity museum. So maybe we'll look into it next year how we might be able to incorporate that into an investigation. Um but yeah, right now we're just sticking with the grand ballroom so maybe another time. Um but it was very interesting to be in there kind of after hours. Um per Robert do the restrooms have activity yeah that's what you were talking about yeah um yeah they do call it the portal potty it's it's because as you're standing there you can kind of feel that swirling energy that's right there um, so it's, it's weird it's kind of interesting um <laughs> Kenny here says a fly buzzed me in the bathroom. It may have been Vincent Price. (laughs) Okay, you guys are funny. Um, Let's see, Sherry, your sister says that hallway heading to the bathroom was eerie. I agree. Yeah, people um, people do get some stuff in there, and that's where we've um, interacted with what may have been a little boy.
1: Yeah. Um, Rob Gautreaux said that uh, that area like upstairs by the fountain where those bathrooms are he said he felt like there was a man
0: there yeah I wonder I wonder if he may have been picking up on William from just the other side of the wall or maybe William came in I don't know
1: yeah I don't know
0: yeah so I know that there was a um a guy in the ballroom this time when I was setting up that said hello to me while I was setting up. It was very distinct. You know, is here's hello, I come right from my right side. I was I was at the table where you know, I, I set up, you know, it was just right from my right, hello. And I'm like, um, okay, hello. <laughs> you know. It, got, it just totally caught me off guard. Um you know, and I guess Donald Nunnally has, has seen a male figure down there lately, too, in the grand ballroom. So, um yeah, you know, so there's a lot of things you don't necessarily expect, you know, because people, when they're in that big grand ballroom and the event is going on, you have all these people milling about, you don't actually really think that this is actually a haunted location here. You know, and it's not, there's nothing really creepy about that big grand ballroom. <laughs> it overlooks the mississippi river which has you know so it has a beautiful view
1: but at night when there's nothing in it and it's dark and you go down there and it takes on a little bit more of a creep factor oh
0: yeah yeah i mean it's a big open space at that point you know we have been down there in the dark when there is nothing set up no tables chairs nothing so it's a big space um, all right. So per Greg was in the grand ballroom. Andrew was punched in. I felt something right before it happened and whipped my head around to him, but whatever it was, was gone. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that goes on in in the grand ballroom. Um, per Robert, any poltergeist activity?
1: Dave said there is.
0: Well, there, there is. We didn't experience any that night, but, um. you know with um, you know sometimes little rocks being thrown around you know that's you'd call that poltergeist activity with rocks being thrown
1: yeah unless you ask for one to throw something at somebody and then it happens I've done that before
0: right well it's a little that's
1: different he has the house
0: Kia, all right. Hey, Kia. Thank you very much. She She says, hi, my love. (laughs) Hi, Mike. Thank
1: you for helping Uh, us so much. Yes,
0: yes. Kia helped out with the event. Really, really appreciate that. So, uh, thank you very much, Kia. Kelly McCarvel is signing out. So, it's so great to see you guys this weekend. Need to try to sleep. (coughs) See you in Cedar Rapids. Yes. uh, Kelly McCarvel's uh, expo will be in Cedar Rapids in July. July 20th, I think it is. Yeah. I noticed that I know it's my birthday weekend, so... Uh, Per Tim, any spirits crash Paracon? Well, it sounds like that one, that Greg and Andrew were crashing Paracon there.
1: (laughs) Molly was there a lot, but Kia saw her. Kia saw her? Whenever we were sitting up at the table and... um, she told me that she's when I described, you know, and she was like, "That's, you know, that she said that was what she saw." So she actually saw the the same heat, heat signature thing that that is the way that I see Molly. And uh, so I'm very glad that someone else saw her like that because I thought I was the only one.
0: That's good. Um, I think if anything. The Paracon was probably crashing in on the Spirits. <laughs> it's true. I mean, they've been there a lot longer than us, right? And we're coming in with our whole crew.
1: Next year, Kia says, next year, Olga said we will do catering.
0: All right, we'll see about that. I don't know. Everybody really liked those sandwiches from Brownback Bistro, and they're uh, right across the street, so it's real easy to get. Uh,
1: we will have to look at the catering menu from Olga's. Yes,
0: we'll have to see. I mean, I like Olga's food, but... Those sandwiches were... They were insanely good. <laughs> they were. Um, so, uh, Bree Jones. Remember what I said before? Poltergeist activity means someone pissed off the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they asked him to perform tricks, he would, and they wouldn't like it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, poltergeist activity just I mean Poltergeist is German for noisy ghosts I mean that's essentially what it is you know a, a ghost making a ruckus throwing things around you know for those of you that watched Harry Potter or I guess more so read the books um, Peeves the Poltergeist is basically depicted as a she did <coughs> actually a good job of de- depicting what a poltergeist would really act like with Peeves so uh, i Give her credit for that.
1: Well, my at Eldred House, I was there with um, my first team with Rita and Teresa, and there was a bunch of us there. And they were on the floor above me, and I was seeing a full-blown lit-up apparition downstairs, and I was trying to get their attention. And so there was a little boy in there named William, And, um, Kelly said that, um, he likes to throw rocks sometimes, you know, on the floor and, and so I said, William, um, you know, I need to talk to Rita and Teresa. Can you go get their attention? You know? And so the next thing I know they're yelling, like, Hey, you know, who's throwing rocks and stuff like that. So I didn't necessarily say, Hey, William, go throw rocks. But I said, "Hey, go get their attention," and that's what and happened. That's what happened. And okay. so I hear them saying, "Hey, you know," and from where they are, you know that house. You know that everything's it's it's better now, um, but it was in pretty bad shape then. And so the walls were, you know, you could see you can see light if someone showed a flashlight from the bottom floor, they could see it come mm-hmm. up in the top floor and and stuff like that. But um, the rocks that were being thrown were the same ones that were from like outside in the part of So it's not like oh, the okay. rocks were part of the building material yeah. or anything. So yeah, I would never ask a spirit to throw rocks at somebody. Um, but you, know, I will say, you know, hey.
0: Not even if you had it out for that person? <laughs> she has to think about it. No. <laughs>
1: I might say, you know, that, that person needs to be scared a little bit. Can you do something about it?
0: Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Spirit Recon down there says, Had a great time, guys, in Alton. Thanks for your time and effort in putting it on. Well, thank you for joining us. I uh, got to chat with you for a few minutes there. So, um, yeah, definitely thanks for coming out. We'll be doing it next year right around the same time. So I uh, hope you can make it out next year, too. Tammy Heitzman says, You could add some beer battered fish to the catering menu next year. nice yeah so we can get there those uh battered fish burps right it was going back to the uh, edge of the rabbit hole there so um yeah the sandwiches were great guys um so um ghost society is headed out to spend the night at msh this saturday nice how are the roads um wet i mean anywhere you you're gonna travel in the area um you, you really need to check the road conditions. A lot of roads are closed off right now uh, because of the excessive flooding. So just um, keep an eye on that stuff. I know that Google does a pretty good job of actually updating <laughs> their roads.
1: There's an actual website um, that's specifically for closed roads in, in okay. states. Um, but literally, you cannot predict, especially with this flood. So, like on a, you know, definitely on a twenty-four hour basis you want to check but let them like right before you head out check because you know any any levee breaks or there's a heavy rain up north or well we caught um, the ferry
0: within just a couple minutes otherwise yeah. we would have been driving three hours yeah
1: we, we would not have known so yeah. um like literally stay you know in the loop and stay updated like before you leave and then like throughout the trip depends on how far away you are
0: So yeah, it is becoming a big concern for the area. So coming
1: from Chicago, suburbs of Chicago. Um, coming
0: from Chicago depends on where you're going to, because like before the Paracon, Tom was talking about, yeah, I'm going to go check out the goldenrod remains, and it's like no, from, <laughs> you can't. They're
1: going to Mineral Springs.
0: You're going to Mineral Springs. That's why. Well, okay, says. if I mean, if you just take some normal routes out of Chicago, to going down to Alton, which would basically be going by us. Um, we don't have any problems until we get down to Alton, and basically, because we come down 67, which dumps you into that intersection there, right by the mill, that's totally blocked off. So once you get into Alton, you can't get to that particular intersection. You have to go around. what we go? East Ninth and down.
1: Yeah, you just gotta follow the, those detour.
0: Yeah, so there's some detours down there. Once you get into there, there's signs. So. Um, but anything before getting to Alton, you should be fine if you're coming from Chicago. So it was just Tom McNicholas was gonna try to make a little side trip there on the way down into Calhoun County. You it's would like, need a no. Boat. <laughs> no,
1: You would need a boat, and if you're not a local and the cops catch you out, it'd be a pretty hefty fine.
0: Yeah. From Robert, would you ever do a live video from the Stanley Hotel? Yes. Sure, yeah. We are just going to get to the Stanley Hotel yeah of course
1: we'll go live anywhere where there's signal yep
0: yeah that's the thing if we can get a signal we will make an attempt to go live Um, usually there's sometimes where we might decide that at a particular location we just want to record and present it later but we usually try to at least do a little bit of live and then do our recording later Mm -hmm. so um Alright, uh, Spirit Recon will be there next year And hopefully Dan Orvell will be there with his new book Yeah, so um, Dan Rovell and uh, Larry They are uh, publishing a uh, a book with us That it wasn't going to be out in time for the Paracon So um, they had some other things going on So they weren't able to come down for that But um, by this time next year that will definitely be out Because it's supposed to be out later this year And then uh, they should be down here for that So that would be cool uh the uh Hunter road media authors uh the group keeps increasing, so it's very cool it's very cool um all right, so Donna Gordon said I saw people wading out in the water Saturday Dumbasses. yes, that's yeah. very stupid
1: yeah and alton but but especially over in my neck of the woods where I grew up
0: yeah the illinois- rivers uh, worse. right,
1: yeah, because I wouldn't even put my face in water. I mean, just knowing I'm not going to drown, I wouldn't put my face in water. And um, that water, when it comes in, is washing off those fields. So whatever toxins and chemicals um, that farmers are using on the crops, you know, when it, during the flood of 93, um, I had to get a tennis shot. You all, we all did. Yeah, you don't know Every, what's going to wash in there. Everybody everybody was scraps of required. metal and- Yeah, there yeah. was a guy um, my dad would probably know who it was. But I heard him talk about that there was someone that ended up having to have medical attention and almost went blind just from getting the water in his wow. eyes and stuff like that. So you never know. Now, water is just disgusting. Like, I would not put my skin in it. And there were times, you know, did, like if you're helping a sandbag and stuff like that, but you want to make sure you're covered and wearing waterproof, you know, and, and boots and, and yeah. stuff because you don't want that stuff on your skin and if you do you want to make sure you're updated on your tetanus shots so
0: yeah i, I know when we were in campsville there the other day and those kids are playing around in it. when i was driving around in the mule with your mom which is a lot of fun if you, get, if you get a hold of a mule and start going up some of the like hills and stuff around that area that's fun um Hi Becca. oh becca's in the house all right um Yeah, so those kids were splashing around the water, and I ended up making a remark to you like, oh, Campsville kids are going to start glowing. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, David Y says, when are you guys thinking of going to the Crescent Hotel in Arkansas? You know, the couple times I was supposed to go to the Crescent when I lived in Oklahoma, it it always just didn't happen for some reason.
1: I saw it. I didn't go in. You saw it, but you didn't go in. Yeah, I used to live in Branson. So I've been by it, you know, I just never
0: went in. Uh, Yeah, we'll uh, get out there one of these days. There's a lot of places that we want to hit. It just depends on what fits in with the schedule. Um, I mean, you know, Shauna has, you know, some extra things in in her life that are different from mine. So um, she's a little bit more restricted as far as, you know, where she can get out to. When she can get out to it, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I have two teenage boys and a full-time job. Yeah, out of the house, so I get Tuesdays off, and I get Saturdays off usually. And that's about it. Right. And then I have to take a hit if I, you know, miss days. So.
0: Yeah, so we try to work around that as much as we can. Um,
1: but my very understanding boss lets me have time off and. Thank you, you know, I, I get what i get thank you very much
0: if i still hold them hold that against them for osr i'm sorry <laughs>
1: i mean we're a little short-handed there so we had management on vacation management had, had surgery it's all hands on deck and all that jazz. So
0: I guess you reminded Sherry that you did get a tetanus shot. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so, uh, Julie Bug asked, what are some of the most active spots in the Mineral Springs Hotel? Uh, we are bedding down in the banquet hall. Any activity in that room? So, yeah, the Grand Ballroom does have some activity. Um, there are more haunted spots Throughout the building, it. But we were kind of talking about it earlier with the grand ballroom, Um, you know. Back in it sounds weird, but back in the bathroom area, um, you get a really creepy vibe back there. Although there is a little boy back there who is not creepy. You have. It's gonna sound silly. You got the portal potty back there. Um, Check out our Voices of Mineral Springs video on YouTube. So. Uh Lee Ehrlich is in that, actually showing us how to capture water-based EVPs. He talked about that this past weekend at the Paracon. Um, and then, I guess, during his session, uh, when they were in the hallway there, they were working on that. So uh, you can get actual disembodied voices off of that water from the fountain back there. Uh, there's also been other people seen milling about the, uh, the Grand Ballroom, and I guess some guys were getting, you know, Touched a little bit there uh, during the Paracon. So there is stuff that goes on in there. But I would say if you can get to the the place to go, that um, everybody loves to go to within the Mineral Springs Hotel is the Abandoned Swimming Pool. Um, that's like the top location that everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to go. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, especially in the back corner.
1: I would recommend getting a Ghostie and a K2 meter. yeah ghosty
0: ghosty and K k2 she's talking about in that bathroom area in the off the grand ballroom
1: there's a little table back there with like a plant nearby or there used to be and then there's like a like a little couch or whatever there bench um yeah there was there was a little a little somebody back there and he was pretty excited about ghosty
0: yeah, we have a video on that, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, check out our Mineral Springs video on uh, on YouTube. We have quite a few of them. Um, in fact, if you just watch the compilation video that we have, it's the, it's the one that's it's a red thumbnail of Mineral Springs. And if you go to our Mineral Springs playlist, it's like the very first video on that. Um, that has all of that stuff. It hits all the different locations of the Mineral Springs Hotel. And... Um, some of our best clips and, and evidence and experiences to, well, let's see, when did we put that together last fall, uh, up to that point last fall. So, um, you'll, you'll get a real good idea with that video with some of the more haunted locations are.
1: Hi, Brandy. So I work with Brandy.
0: Oh, okay. So Brandy from, from work. Yes. Here. Jared Osborne saying had a blast at the event, amazing location and activity. Yeah. Um, uh, Let's see what else you guys got. Scrolling down here. Um, so the question is, uh, is Mineral Springs in any danger of flood damage? It would have to, You'd. it would be like record shattering like by a lot. Um, Cause even in flood.
1: 93, it didn't.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and it's like a couple feet shy of that now or it will be.
0: Yeah, Mineral Springs sits up the hill a little bit. Um. You can see it in, like, take a look at some of the drone photos that I posted. You can see where it's kind of like just getting to the railroad tracks. They actually shut down those railroad tracks in Alton and closed those floodgates, but it's just kind of like getting to those train tracks. Then you have, like, I don't know how tall it is, but a significant wall there. Then there's a concrete barrier on top of that wall before it even gets to the street that runs alongside and it's a it's four lanes <laughs> before it even gets to mineral springs so yeah dave said on last week's show it would have to be like noah's ark 2.0 for uh-huh. the water to get to mineral springs so yeah it would it would just be <laughs> it's like the entire area would be wiped out if that happened so um yeah so there's there's not a fear of that it's just um different parts of the town keep getting shut down different roads to get in and out of that area are are getting closed off so that's what you kind of have to watch out for where mineral springs actually sits is fine um just some of the quicker ways to get down there you might not be able to use um and then it's starting to get kind of busy there along broadway Mm -hmm. because of all the detours so because that road is able to be used that's where a lot of traffic is being directed so um. All right. So where are we at here? So we got about uh, five minutes left in the show here. So we got about an hour with these. Um. Yeah. And Tammy's saying, "Would hate for that to happen." Yeah. It would be. It would not be a good thing. Now, I mean, the, where the water would hit first is the old mineral spring. So before you got to any part of the hotel that they actually used you'd probably you'd have like two more floors to, to get to that um you know like where the grand ballroom is i mean you're talking about another 30 feet from there so <laughs> yeah it, it would be it would be a while before it, it got to anything that would really damage mineral springs so um yeah, um, yeah, Greg Grinken of Mineral Springs Floods, build an arc, Pretty much, pretty much. All right, so if you guys want to throw down any last questions there, we'll go ahead and take them. Um, I guess what I really want to say was that it was a uh, an absolutely enjoyable weekend. Um, got to see you know, so many great friends. Had some interesting experiences during the investigation. Um, and it's just, you know, it's nice to have such a I, I want to say enjoyable weekend but it's more than just enjoyable you know we, we have these different connections with with all these different people in our in our lives it's you know it's a meeting of friends it's a it's a gathering of the fellowship or whatever you want to call it and um you know having all of that fantastic energy of everybody that's in that room that's a you know a, a part of um it's a part of Haunted road media and even though you might not necessarily be a haunted road media author just the fact that you know we're always interacting over social media we're always getting together at these different events you know we're we've all become a family together and so you know that's that's what this is It's like a a family reunion that that we are doing once a year now which is really Mm -hmm. cool so i hope more of you can join next year that would be great So, um, so
1: you have a year to plan for it.
0: You do. You have a year to plan for it. So,
1: figure out how much it's going to cost and start putting some money aside and plan for it.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's gonna. It's a five dollar entry fee to the event, thirty five for the uh, investigation. So it's forty bucks.
1: However much it costs me to get there, and if you stay the night somewhere,
0: yeah, then you have transportation and hotels. So. Yeah, but and we get the discounts on the hotel too. And you get too. a
1: discount if you mention Haunted Road Media in certain, you know, places yeah. that we use. So,
0: yeah, yep. uh, Candy Ward says thank you, Haunted Road Media for Paracon twenty nineteen. Well, thank you for driving all the way out there, uh, Candy. I know you and Donna came all the way from New York, which was fantastic, and we had people from all over, which I was just That's something that amazes me, is that, you know, they're coming from New York. Lee's coming from Florida. Michelle's from Virginia. The Gypsies were from West Virginia. Adam's coming in from Kansas. Um, He had so many different people coming in from Iowa. So it's just amazing to me to see these, you know, all these people coming in from all these different locations that, um, yeah, I'm humbled by that, you know. All, all these different people from all these different locations want to come to our event mm-hmm. you know and so you know i'm I'm humbled and honored that you guys would be willing to come out for that so thank you thank you so all right um let's go ahead and wrap it up I'll try to give some shout outs here um kind of limited as far how back I can scroll, so uh, Donald Gordon, thank you for Cheshire catting the chat, appreciate that, um, Tom McNicholas, uh, super chat superstar on YouTube, gotta <laughs> throw that out, um, and Tom is uh, letting Tim know, train is two blocks from the hotel where we stayed, cool, so see, you can get right there, train, train, Um So, uh, Chanel uh, Fletcher, thanks for joining us tonight. Dustin Samario, uh, thank you for uh, joining us at the Paracon as well. Sherry, have a good evening. Appreciate you coming out here and also visiting during the Paracon. That was pretty cool. Robert Hannah, thank you very much. Um, And she brought Kaylee. And your
1: parents showed up, too. Yeah, my parents.
0: That was cool to see your parents there.
1: Pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it was. It was I know you said that they were going to show up, but I was still, like, surprised.
1: Yeah, my mom, she'll be back even before the next Paragon. She liked She likes you know, the, the place, stores, huh? yeah.
0: Cool. Diane Hilbert, Hunter Road Media's Fairy Queen. You have a good evening. It's out there on Rhode Island. Late. Uh, Julie Buck, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Sedona Cochran, thank you for also coming to the Paracon. There's Greg Rinkin. Hey, Greg, good to see you. Spirit Recon, thank you again for coming out. There's Tim Schoen. Thanks, Tim. I think I said Chanel Fletcher already, but we'll throw Chanel out there. There's Bree Jones. Thank you, Bree. Appreciate all the comments for joining us again. Uh, there's Era Robbins. Thank you for joining us, Ara. Um, Let's see, anybody else? There's Tammy Heitzman and... Um, I think that's probably that's as far as I can scroll. Oh, I see Tracy Christian was there. Okay, that's as far as I can scroll. <laughs> All right, everybody. So um, that will do it for our. I mean, really, both shows tonight: Edge of the Rabbit Hole, Inside the Upside Down. We're Paracon wrap-ups. Um, it's it's always it's always great. It's always great to have everybody. I've already I've already said so much about it now. So. Uh, We'll get back to kind of our regularly scheduled program here now that Paracon's done, um, coming next week, and um, I still need to figure out Friday Night Ghost Rites for this week, but um, so we'll get back into the regular deal, and then throughout the summer we have a number of different events going on, so keep on the lookout for that. We'll have a newsletter going out that has an updated schedule because we've added some more dates and events and things going on. we're also talking about, Donna was talking about, Donna Nunnally was talking about doing a combined Spirit uh, spirit Fair and um, Haunted Road Media event. So, you know, they, they throw on their Psychic Fair all the time. That has like, all the readers, the crystals, and all that stuff. And then, of course, we have our Paragon, which we did have a couple of readers at. Um, and so kind of combining forces, you know, for a big event. Um, so coming up here in the next few days couple weeks or whatever uh we're going to start talking about that and when to um actually plan it out and schedule so Mm -hmm. that'd be pretty cool so there's that too all right everybody have a great night